the following podcast is scheduled for one hour. And that is for the world's shittiest podcast championship. Introducing the Challengers. What it do, baby? Swaggy Kells here, back with another episode, part two of uh, Quarantine Special. <clears throat> yes, uh, we didn't fail you guys now. We will, this will be out on time. Quavos, I'm only joined by Quavos, by the way. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. How are you? Doing great. I got a question for you. How did you like that intro that was uh, put out there? Rest in peace to the Fink. Um, I'm I'm glad you did that, man. I'm glad you did that. He will be missed, and he will forever live on in talking shop. Although I think they're gonna stop using his voice out of respect. Oh, they said that. I think I think they said that in in the episode, the the first episode that that they recorded after he passed. I think they said they're gonna stop it out of respect for him. Interesting. I mean, um, <clears throat> the, I was gonna do that a while ago. I had that in mind when he passed away already. So. I uh, just followed up on it. And I did shit in one take. It's so easy to do his fucking voice. But it's funny. It's funny as fuck. Um, but yeah. I realized that in the previous episode, I didn't really talk about the games I played. I just went straight into Final Fantasy because uh, we got into uh, uh, a big spat about The Last of Us, <clears throat> which you'll get into in a minute. Um, so yeah. I uh, finally paid off all the loans. Uh, Tom Nook in Animal Crossing. Okay. For some reason, for some reason, I felt like that was also "quote unquote" rolling the credits, even though I did roll the credits by having KK Slider or whatever come to, come to town. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I paid off all the loans using using the turnips. Uh, I remember at one point I had my kids like because they love to time skip in that game or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh. And they uh, got me a good price one day, like four hundred and something. I sold it, but um, and then the the last big batch I bought, I sold it to one of the guys from the Smash chat, uh, Mark. He had a good price of like five something, and then I had all the money I needed to pay off the loans. And um, I I had one big batch. I literally put one point five million bells worth. I mean, I bought worth of fucking uh, turnips. <laughs> and then my son was over last week, and this fucking guy. Wanted to uh, time skip because he wanted to get me a new villager, right? So he didn't want to wait a day. Is this Alex or Kelvin that did this? Alex, okay. yeah. So Alex, and I told him, yo, don't do it. Like, I have turnips there and I need to sell them before you go ahead and do this dumb shit. Well, of course, they're kids, so they don't listen. So he goes and does it. He gets me in the, bill- the villager. And then he, uh, I think he asked me if I wanted to, like, time skip. I'm like, no, leave it alone. So then he forgets I have the turnips and puts the time back to the original time and. There goes my investment of <laughs> 1.5 million bells gone. Oh my god! I think I didn't get, I didn't get completely completely triggered, but um, it is what it is. Uh, and then what else? Uh, so I'm I'm done with it. I don't feel like playing that game anymore. I am good. I did everything that you're supposed to do in that game, except terraforming. But I don't really care to do that, honestly. Like that's a little bit too much out of my creative geniuses. Sorry for that text though. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I don't. I don't like being too creative for some reason. Like, but it's, I, it seemed easy because I saw Alex uh, putting new tiles on, on my town, which I let him do. I didn't care. I wasn't gonna do it myself. Uh, but some for some reason, this is just a weird thing about me. Like, <clears throat> whenever I saw a hole on the ground, like I knew it was like either a fossil or whatever. Yeah. Like I cannot walk by it. I have to take it out. I think it's probably my OCD. Like, I had to take it out. Well, you're uh, like this in video games in general because you can't... If you know that you have a side quest available, you're not going to continue the main story without doing it. And I hate that about <laughs> myself, to be honest with you. I really do. It, it, I have the same game- problem with trophies. Like, if I can get the trophy, I'm not going to fucking not do it, you know? Yeah, this is why I take so long to complete games, which is why I had, like, 60 hours in Final Fantasy 15 and I was only in Chapter 8, eight or 9. So... <clears throat> it just I, I hate I, I, open world games is my is my uh, kryptonite. I can't play open world games. I'm gonna take forever. Yeah, I feel like like, like Zelda. 
I could have just gone straight and fought Ganon, but I'm all about getting all the powerful items and exclusive items. I, I do that. Just, that's why Fire Emblem, my first run, <clears throat> I did all the side quests, so I had all the, I guess what you call them, the powerful weapons, like the exclusive shit. Yeah, and you managed to get everyone to like their best classes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then my son, he finished all three quests, except the... Uh, I think Rhea, Rhea's uh, storyline. Yeah. Um, he completed all of them. And so then when he saw my save file, he's like, yo, where are you getting all these items from? Like, you got to do the quest. The side quest. And, and the way they did their side quest was perfect because they give you backstory on all the characters. On like fucking Final Fantasy, some of them shits is tedious. But we're not going to talk about Final Fantasy. We're done with that. <laughs> uh, so I digress. Uh, no, but before but, we move on, we should give Animal Crossing a celebratory clap or something for its incredible sales oh, that yeah. we just found out. <laughs> Yeah, we're just on IGN, and let me just go to the article, actually. Um, fucking, they sold 13 million copies in fucking two months, which is incredible. Not even two I don't months, know dude. Month and a half, because they, they're saying six weeks. Okay, so it says here that they sold 11.77 million copies in the first 11 days, right? Yeah. And then uh, making it the, fast, the fastest-selling Nintendo Switch game released so far, so it beat out... Pokemon, which is like makes me triggered, uh, because you know it makes Sock happy. Think, Wherever Sock is right now, oh, he's happy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that, that guy shitting on Pokemon makes me sick. Anyways, uh, so then I guess what else is saying here? Whatever. Who cares? Uh, but yeah. So then it sold another five million or two million the, the following six weeks. So like you said, in six weeks, they sold 13.41 million copies, which is impressive. That's crazy. I'm, I'm a fan of the game. I am. A, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the franchise, but this one that they have out right now, unless they don't put out like some crazy update, I'm not going to play it. I'm good. I haven't played all week, so I'm good with it. I, I I'm sure like once they announce what's going to happen, the seasonal events, you know, you'll probably yeah. pop in to try to like catch a new fish or something. I mean, there was like, I haven't even played at me at all. Sorry if I'm making any noise, I'm opening something. I haven't played in uh, uh, this month at all, and I don't care to. Okay. Uh, I know they had, they had a May Day event shit. I don't give a fuck about it. I actually so, saw you last night when I got on to play. I saw you on the show, and I was like, oh, shit. Right, Baseball, well, hold baby. Hold on, before we move on. So let's get into the video game section once again for part two. So as you were saying. No, um, I saw you playing the show, and I was like, oh, shit, my man's just playing baseball right now. Brought back memories of us in MVP Baseball 2005 and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, basically, uh, my man Kiko hit me up the other day, uh, and he um, mentioned it to me. But before he mentioned MLB the game, uh, the show, I was thinking about buying it. Because I'm like, yo, like, fuck it, I ain't doing shit, right? So, um, we finally bought it, and then um, I was playing online with him. And apparently, we had a fast count rule uh, to make the game faster. Yeah. So, so like, if a new batter comes up, he might have a 1-2 count on his ass. Yeah. And one, and one pitch, you can get it out. So, that's how we played. I, I mean, I don't want to play like that, but I made the game quick, but it was exciting. Uh, and then he hit a fucking a walk-off dinger on my ass, and I lost. I was pissed off about what, that. What team were you? I was using the... Man, who the hell was I using? Oh, the Dodgers. Okay. I think. <laughs> Forgot. Yeah, it was the Dodgers because I, I wanted to play with Mookie Betts and then he had uh, twins. And he fucking whooped my ass with them. But I'm glad to be back on MLB The Show, though, for sure. You've only played online, right? You haven't dived into um, Road to the Show no, or F- Dynasty? I want to do it. I'm going to get into it, but like right now, I'm on like, uh, since I finished Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, I don't feel like playing shit. Like, yeah, I don't, don't want to start something new. Like uh, I'm like whatever, but I, I will probably today because I've been thinking about either starting Persona Five or continuing Persona Five Royale, Royal, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and that will be the show. Uh, but yeah, uh, I saw you after your little uh go back and forth. No, it wasn't. It was a little debate with Evilis about The Last of Us. You started playing Last of Us last night. No, no, no. I was going to play Last of Us this morning. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw Bioshock, 
And I'm so glad that I saw it because I, I, I started Bioshock, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, and I only played like the first 10, 15 minutes. So I just got to Rapture and I did the first chapter. Uh, I'm doing it for the Platinum because I have a Platinum for Bioshock 2, but not the first one because I was a little bitch and it was too hard. But I'm going to go for it now. Mm. Um, dude, that game, I remember when that game got announced and it was an Xbox exclusive, I was so fucking mad. Cause I was like, Yo, back then Xbox had a lot of good exclusives. Yeah, yeah, but like they all ended up coming to to yep. Sony eventually. But because back then no one said this is a timed exclusive. They just said it's exclusive. So like, yeah, we weren't trained to know like, oh, don't worry, it's gonna come to PS3, PS4 eventually. Because you guys had Mass Effect, which I fucking was jealous of. And when we finally got Mass Effect, I was so happy. Bioshock was another one. And I'm playing it now on my brand new TV. It's huge. And I already had a 4K TV before, but the HDR was kind of sketchy. The HDR on this TV is actually much better. So, like, the colors... The, H- the HDR probably was mad fraud. It was, like, re- it wasn't really HDR. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But this HDR, like the, like, the vibrant colors are really stepping up. So, like... I'm a little upset that I don't have a PS4 Pro to really take advantage, but regardless, I'll have a PS5 eventually. But that game is so good, dude. And I was like playing it and remembering what I went through. And I looked it up because I'm pretty sure this discussion was had on the internet, but we can have discussion another day. But just briefly, um, pu- the publishers 2K really fucked this game up. And not letting Ke- Kevin Levine, Ken Levine, the the director slash designer for this game, really like fulfill his vision to the max because the whole thing with the little sisters where you can either kill them to get more Adam or rescue yeah, yeah. them but get less Adam, that dynamic isn't played out to its full potential because even if you rescue them, you're gonna get the same uh, amount. Hold on, of hold on, hold on, time out, time yeah, out. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So if you guys. Here in the background is seven o'clock p.m. and people oh, you go hear crazy it? for you hear it on your yeah side? for like three four minutes. So I apologize for that, but uh, whatever. Let's clap it up for first response. Thank, thank you to all our first responders. <laughs> I can't do shit about. It. I'm not taking it out. It is what it is. Uh, <clears throat> so what were you saying about Bowshot? Oh yeah, yeah, no. Um, just um, basically the whole thing with the little sisters. Whether you save them or you don't save them, the result is the same. You just get a different ending, but. It, it was supposed to have a gameplay. It was supposed to affect the gameplay, whereas you're doing the right thing, but you're at a disadvantage because of it. And so... Right, right, right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, but the the publishers were like, no, you got to reward them for doing the right thing. You can't just give them a good ending. You have to give them... You have to let them equally be as powerful. So that thing, I, I wish... That was like my only hiccup with the game, honestly, but it's so good. Like anyone who's never played it, I know sometimes it's hard to go back and play a game from years ago because, you know, games don't really age well, like movies and books and shit. But this is a game that ages well. And I really recommend like if you haven't played it, you got to play just the first Bioshock. Don't play Bioshock 2. Infinite should be played because even though I fucking hate it, there's a lot of people who love that game. And I get why it just didn't do it for me. But seriously, Bioshock is so good. I'll get to The Last of Us after. But I'm glad that I picked Bioshock to start this morning. Sorry. I'm glad that I went back into Bioshock instead of starting The Last of Us. But I will give The Last of right. Us another chance because that conversation with Al yesterday, well, Ivelisse yesterday, really like had me thinking like, you know, I know I don't like this game, but it's because when I played it, I expected to have fun. And so since I wasn't having fun and I wasn't taking it for what it really was, so I should play it again, understanding this isn't a fun oh game. Oh my god. It's uh you know, it's like a dark macabre story and whatever. So I do want to give it another chance. But I'm just gonna blow through it. No fucking trophy hunting, nothing. <laughs> Yo, this is OD loud right now. Nah, but definitely go after I I I was gonna mention that Bioshock uh will be coming out later this month on the Switch. And yeah, that's and true. along with uh, along with Borderland uh Borderlands. So I'm like, oh shit, I completely forgot about those announcements way back when they, the Nintendo did their only small ass direct. Uh, I'm, t- I'm talking loud because this fucking noise in the background is ridiculous. Like, we get it, yo. It's been two minutes now. Shut up. Uh, anyways. So, yeah. So, I was thinking about playing Bioshock on the Switch, yo. Like, just for the fuck, fuck of it, right? You know? Why not? Because I yeah, did play... Yeah, dude. No, it's really good. I did play two, but two I only got it, honestly, was to play 
the multiplayer. <laughs> like, yeah. it was that era where everything needed a multiplayer. I remember Mass Effect had a multiplayer, and that shit was, like, trash, I think. I don't know. It was, every, um, everything that, had multiplayer shoehorned in. You're right. And then they didn't need it. Like, obviously, I think they realized this shit does not need a multiplayer. And it's still... And I know some people still complain, oh, I wish this had a multiplayer. I think Uncharted didn't have a multiplayer. I think, what, what was it, 4 or 3? I don't recall. No, no, part 1 didn't have a multiplayer. Then 2 had a multiplayer, which was actually surprisingly good. And then yeah, 3... Yeah, I remember because I played it. For yeah, sure. 3 added Horde mode. They had, like, their own version of Horde mode. That, that was something that I was happy they did because I always wanted Gears of War because, fuck, man, part 1... Part 2 and 3, well, 1 and 2 mostly, Gears of War, was so fucking good. But Horde mode, dude, especially in Part 2, was fucking amazing. And I was like, can we please just get one Horde mode in a fucking PlayStation game? And Uncharted 3 did it. And I was like, this isn't Gears of War, man. Gears of War is so much better at this. I think somebody's playing a song in the background. I'm getting upset. Anyways. I don't hear um, it. I honestly don't hear oh, it. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Disclaimer, I did play Uncharted just to... The second one, and I don't remember playing the first one. I probably did. I don't fucking recall. Uh, I think it's the only one I don't. I wouldn't mind playing. Only series. Every other series in that, and the other PlayStation. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I'm a Microsoft nerd, and with that, Bullshit, let's talk about Horizon. Horizon. Oh, that's that is. I do like Horizon. Uh, you correct me. That is true. <laughs> uh, Horizon is actually a great game, uh, but it um, Zelda fucked it up. But with that, let's talk about today's event, Xbox. Uh, the Inside Xbox episode we got today, which, of course, uh, wasn't all that. Um, well, I'm not surprised. It's Xbox and Microsoft. They always, I mean, you know, Microsoft loves fucking around. And let's just, let's just talk about that. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the fucking... Whoever that was, was like, oh, we, we got actual gameplay. Oh, and my was God. Like, stop, it, stop, stop. And stop. it was like just showing a fucking... Be- no, uh, wait, wait. Uh, before, before, we get, before we get into that, just general thoughts. I know you just said that it wasn't all that, but just general thoughts on everything as a whole that you saw. What do you think? Oh, I feel like X, the Xbox Series X or whatever these third-party developers are putting out is all about evil shit. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, very satanic shit like uh, this game. Uh, Scorn. What's it called? Scorn. Yeah. Oh, my God. What the fuck was that about, dude? I think like, I think the put- medium was worse in terms of like satanic bullshit. Because that's the yeah. one that showed the girl having the baby and then shit got crazy. Interesting. I mean, I, th- I thought that one was more interesting. Yeah. Than Scorn. Scorn was the one that everybody's been talking about, and I'm not into horror. I mean, horror. Excuse me. No, that's not my thing. But uh, that one looks fucking crazy. Apparently, but apparently they said that this game has been seen three years ago. Yeah, Scorn it was released game. like early access, early access or alpha or whatever in um Steam. I don't. Re- yeah. I don't recall because if it was released three years ago, this was during like the other side of the hype for like Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Like. By, by like the fifth or sixth sequel slash spinoff of Five Nights at Freddy's when everyone was playing all these like indie horror games. What upset me about that trailer, not that I'm not excited for this game, it does look good. It's just that the imagery, those statues and those like fake coffins, it looked like um the, the tomb in the Alien movies and Prometheus where mm-hmm. like the xenomorphs and the first like living things are yeah so i'm here like oh shit you saw me in the chat like i started typing in all caps like oh fuck we're finally getting like a sequel to alien isolation or whatever and then it's this game and i was like what the fuck i got played but did i really get played because this actually looks really good and that, that's how many times did you get bopped like how many times you thought it was like this game coming out and then it was something else <laughs> that um, was, like second extension you thought uh extension you thought it was fucking uh was it yeah, turok or i Tur- thought that was turok <laughs> And then I would, but, but like that <laughs> was stupid right. of me because like if Tura comes out, it would be like a first party exclusive. I do think Microsoft has the rights to it, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I think they have the rights. Um, Scarlet Nexus I thought was wasn't an original game. I thought Scarlet Nexus was either Cold Vein, and when your brother originally said um, God Eater, I was like, yeah, that could be God Eater. It, like, I it looks it, good though. Yeah, it looks good. I, I, every time Bandai Namco announces something, I like prematurely get hyped. <laughs> well, you're more of the, the game dude, and you know most of these games. You know, I don't really care about their party games. Uh, uh, but for, when what you, what you ask me is, well, how do I feel about? It? I feel like Microsoft is like, if they do this shit next, I think they said in July they're gonna the game studios, Xbox, Microsoft Game Studios will be releasing their games that they're working on. Yeah, if they don't show any gameplay. I understand what you mean now. Like, where's the gameplay? Like, I don't want to see just a, a, a trailer of shit. Like, what does that do for me? I want to see. 
at least have one or two games where you have gameplay. And yeah. I'm okay with that. I was expecting. And I feel like Sony does that great, too. Like, oh, let's, look, motherfucker, I got gameplay. And, and it's crazy because you would think they would have some gameplay, too. At least one or two games because next month, quote-unquote, would have been E3. But at the same time, now that I'm thinking about it, Corona might have messed it up and delayed things. But Yeah, I but know, I don't like it. I don't think July is when we're going to see Microsoft games because they specifically mentioned Halo. I think in June, because they are going to do something in June, I think we're going to see everything not named Halo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, That was disappointing to me, too, that we didn't get, like, a two or three minute straight gameplay of something. I, mm-hmm. I even, And even though I knew that today we weren't going to see any first-party games, I thought we would get, like, a surprise. Like, hey, I know we know we said we weren't going to show you shit, but here's Halo, like... Just See, that's the thing with fans, man. Like, like but, it, yeah, over we being like, expecting shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, tate quieto, bro. But, but, but they that, specifically that, said they're partying. No, yeah, of course, of course. But that didn't, like, if that didn't happen, I would have been like, fine. I'm fine with that not happening because they did come out and say, hey, we know what you want to see. You're going to see. And they gave us a time frame when we're going to see it. I do think next month in June, we will see first party games, like I said, just not named Halo. I, I just thought that. With the focus on third party, and you know Microsoft loves putting that exclusive tagline on their trailers. That's just annoying. I, I, I find it annoying. I thought we were going to see one or two third party exclusives. So like, the, well, speaking of that, yeah, go ahead. There is there a uh, scorn since we were already talking about. It, I did read that it's going to be exclusive uh, launch for Microsoft. So even though they didn't say it was exclusive, obviously because oh, okay, okay, you, so it's that's a timed good. exclusive. Yeah. So okay. that's that's one of the games that will be uh, exclusive to Microsoft when it launches uh, later this year. So it'll even be on they, didn't spe- too. they didn't specify that. It's gonna be on Xbox and PC. They haven't mentioned anything about uh, let's see, I'm PS4 or PS5. Excuse me, PS5. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So that's one. I thought they would uh, be more bullish, but I guess I I at first I understand why people are, are upset by the lackluster event or whatever that there wasn't much shown, but I feel like if you think about it this is the right thing to do because sony has not done shit like it's good that they don't blow their load and then have sony come out with some out other world shit and just like go demon what you got now and they're like oh fuck you know yeah so let's go through it i mean i i'm they announced 13 games which is fine like here this is some of the shit that you might see later this year and i'm okay with that because i feel like whenever we do get a new system the 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 titles that are out are complete trash in my opinion you might say, uh, what is that name? Uh, the game that came out for the PS4? Knock, knock. Oh, whatever. God, don't talk about that game. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, really? This is what I got to deal with? There was no games to play when the Sony PS4 came out. Uh, Microsoft had, they, both Xbox and PS4 had one definitely worth game buying. Like, Microsoft had Sunset Overdrive at, lun- at launch. I didn't even care about that, though. Oh, I did because it was made by Insomniac. And then Sony okay. had. The criminally underplayed but still very good Killzone Shadowfall. What fu- uh, what fucked Sony over was that Bloodborne couldn't make the launch date. Bloodborne was okay, a- but Bloodborne came out uh, like, like I remember that being within the year. It came out within the year of the launch, and I remember that was a big get. Like everybody was talking about that game. Yeah, but let's talk about obviously with the big one that was announced, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which has. Smart delivery enabled, which ding ding ding. I will be buying on the Xbox One, even though my Xbox One is not. It's like the like you. I have the original shit that came out. I never upgraded it. Yeah. So, uh, but I will be getting the Xbox One. I mean Xbox Series X when it launches. So whenever I see a game that I want, it has smart delivery. I'm just gonna get on the Xbox. So it does have it. Meaning, and for those that don't know what smart delivery is, basically if you buy the game on Xbox One, you get the free upgrade towards the Xbox Series X. Uh, for free, so uh, a really good. a really good feature too. Yeah, it's more and like they said, uh, it's toward the people, for the people, whatever. Uh, so what do you think about that Assassin's Creed? We didn't say shit. That was when they said we're gonna get some gameplay, and we basically saw like a scene in the game. Yeah, it's it not fucking it gameplay. So it was so dumb. But um, I don't think we've ever really gotten into Assassin's Creed before. I know you don't play that shit. I no, so I don't, I don't, but I'm, I don't, and I feel like I only play two. I play Assassin's Creed two. Yeah. And I remember I put Spanish uh, audio or whatever you want to call it. And it was good. I actually like Assassin's Creed 2. And I think that's like one of the popular ones. That's, that's, uh, in general, the it's between that one and Assassin's Creed 4. But now, 
because of Assassin's Creed Odyssey and how great it was. I haven't played Odyssey, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. So it's between 2, 4, and Odyssey, the best ones. But yeah, you yeah, played so, a good one. You played a really good one. I love part 2. But but this one is the reason why I'm interested, obviously, is because it's deal with the Vikings and... uh I like the setting. I like the the history uh, time period that it picked. So I'm never gonna. I'm definitely gonna pick this one up for sure. And uh, are you gonna play this one? No, no. I wow. I am. Unfortunately, uh, this sucks because I was I used to cop Assassin's Creed every year. I was like, you're gonna give me one every year. I'm gonna buy it. I don't care. The last Assassin's Creed I played was Syndicate, and I'm just not a fan of the direction the series has gone since Origins. I feel as okay. though Assassin's Creed, in terms of gameplay, it's not vertical anymore. And it's it's instead more, like, wide. And what I mean by that is that the gameplay is not about climbing buildings and, like, jumping from really high places and performing these crazy assassinations. It's just another Ubisoft open-world game that doesn't really have its own identity anymore. You know what right. I mean? Like, it'll take place in a different in a different time period with a different setting, but it's still an open world game. It's not necessarily Assassin's Creed. And don't get me wrong, like I know that they're telling great stories and they're putting a lot of work into it. I do like that Assassin's Creed is not coming out every year anymore. They're they're dead ass taking more time and making their game, so they're definitely coming out better. But I'm just not a fan of the direction they went. I'm sure it's gonna be good, you know? Like I'll, yep. I I'm like I have thought about getting Odyssey what every time I see that is like fifteen, twenty bucks, but it's also a massive game that requires a lot of time. But do 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 you need to play the previous games to play any no, new? No 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 no. The directions are oh, going perfect. No the, the directions are going in. Like I don't know where the story's going anymore because the main character from the original series, Desmond, he died in part three, but the war between the Templars and the Assassin keeps going. So like each game it's like a different person going into the whatever version of the animus they have in that game. And can we see? Um, this is off topic. Can no, we see? Can we see? Uh, who was the first guy? The, the first Assassin's Creed do in, the, in that I, first I, game? What's his name? Altair. Altair. Can we see him in Smash? In Smash. Yes. Oh, I would love to, bro. But <laughs> okay. but, but I prefer Ezio. I prefer Ezio. <laughs> That's not talks. that's from that's in, from two right from part two yeah from part two brotherhood okay. and oh, uh, yeah no just like I said like I'm just like the story has continued the war is still going I do like I do like that direction of the story though that that it's not focused on one like savior person which is what Desmond's character was he was like this prophesied savior and his bloodline is the one that can you know save the universe or whatever because it's not about saving the world in Assassin's Creed it's literally saving the universe from destruction. And shit. So it's very grand. But now they can just... Because of the direction the story goes... Anyone can like go into the Animus... And like figure out what happened. And and that will affect the modern side of the story. But I don't know what's happened since Syndicate. And I don't really remember Syndicate that well. So I really can't speak much on it. But mm-hmm. it looks good. It's just not... I don't think I'm going to get it. Because like I said... Okay. I just don't like where the gameplay went. For sure. Um, Flash, a friend of the podcast... He's uh, heavy into Assassin's Creed, so he's been going through the ones he's been missing. I think he finished Black Flag or some shit the other day. Black Flag is my that, favorite. I love Black Flag. And if oh, you, God. And, that was a launch That was a launch, uh, launch title, right? Or no? For the next gen, yeah. It, it was part of that. Um, that's the okay. one that... Uh, really and look, they're doing it again. They're, they're releasing another launch title for uh, next gen. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so moving on here. Um, we got Bright Memory Infinite. Uh, do you know anything about this? This was the first game that they showed in the... In the, in the video, look, it, you know, dark, futuristic. It's already FPS. A, it's already available on Steam, by the way. Really? Oh, it's it's so a, it says here it's been on Steam. Early memory is a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's available now for sure. Okay, no, I'm good. But that, but that, but that was the game that really showed off like the jumps in graphics. Oh wow! Okay. You know, but whatever. Um, it's just another shooter. You don't, not, not your thing. That's an, it's, a, it's a hybrid of first-person shooter and action combat game. Blah blah blah. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Not not a part of our uh, liking here. All right, and then we got Call of the Sea, which is a smart delivery uh, title here as well. Was that the Game uh, Pass anything... game? Was that the one they advertised for Game Pass? I'm not too sure. Okay. I'm not too sure at all. Uh, it's a first-person adventure game set in the 1930s. Interesting. Interesting. 
Uh, you know anything about this game? No, it looks like a walking simulator, so count me out. <laughs> like, automatically What count is a me walking out. simulator? Like, what is that? Um. Okay, uh, did you ever play Gone Home or Firewatch? No. Okay, so these are games where you all you do is literally walk, and you find, like, notes and audio diaries and stuff, and that, like, tells you the story. It's basically a story, but in order to, like, progress the story, you have to walk and find things and, like, read them and hear them. Isn't, isn't that how, isn't that, um, how uh, Disco Elysium plays? Well, Disco Elysium, you, it, it's, it's more D&D because you have to, like, have conversations with people and, like, get people to do stuff. A, walking sim- a game like Firewatch or Gone Home, literally, there's nothing to do but walk around and, like, read notes. There, there's, there's usually no characters to interact with. Most of the time, you don't interact with other characters. You just walk around and just read information about what's happened before. But that's it. Okay. You know? And... That's boring. They th- but right, but cool. those type of games had like a fucking boom a few years ago after Gone Home came out. Gotcha. Yeah. Gone Home was a PS4 a PS4 game or PS3. Uh PS3. It was made by the guys who did Bioshock. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on here we got Chorus, I believe that's how you say it. Is a space combat shooter. Uh and you know anything about this shit is also is also looked, a spike delivery. It looked fun. Looks fun. If That's you, all we got. Yeah, no, if, if you like, because, like, graphically it was cool. Like, the action looked good. If you like, you know, space combat, like, this is this looks fun. Um, I don't like space combat at all. <laughs> um, blame Call of Duty and that shit oh, game they put out. Oh, my God, yo, it's fucking trash. With Jon Snow. <laughs> fucking, yeah, fuck that game. It was so stupid. Um, And then you got Dirt 5 here. I don't care about racing games. Uh, What is this shit about? So Dirt is more like off-road racing. It's a game made by Codemasters. So if you like racing games, then you sh- then you should have at least one or two Codemasters games in your library because they're really fucking good at what they do. You know, okay. um, they're 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 probably the best racing game company that's not producing first-party games like Forza or G or Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah. Um, after they announced this game, they they talked about how um the the voice actor of Nathan Drake. Why the fuck am I not remembering his name now? Whatever. Troy Baker. Uh, no, Troy Tr- Troy Baker is in this game too. Um, Nathan Drake's yeah. voice. Why the fuck am I not remembering his name? Wow, that's crazy. Anyway, well, you he have a brain fart now. Yeah, I did. I had a brain fart. Him and um, Troy Baker, they're gonna be in the they're, they're characters in the story mode for this game. Okay, sounds great. I'm not playing it, so I don't care. <laughs> I know. And this is also a spine delivery uh, title. I think and I'm gonna keep emphasizing that because because I'm my, uh, I'm a Microsoft uh, uh, PP Laker, so I have to announce it every time no, I let, say. Let, it. let me ask you something: If Sony comes out and they also do smart delivery, what are you gonna do then? Then I can't emphasize smart delivery at all. <laughs> I don't think Sony's gonna do it because, you know, like you say, they don't need to do that. You know, they make people pay their games, whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then we got Madden, Madden NFL 21, five seconds uh, which of also. <laughs> No gameplay, just like you see fucking Patrick Mahomes reaching out with the football. Now, if you can do that in a game, that's pretty dope. But I was a little upset because I was under their understanding because uh, I was under the understanding that um, Lamar Jackson is the cover of Madden 20, NFL 2021. But we have Patrick Mahomes talking to us. How dare he? What if? Steal his glory. Wait, what if Patrick what Mahomes if? is talking about the game for an Xbox, but when they show the game on PS5 or whatever, you see Lamar Jackson come out. Oh, wow. I'll be upset. But I don't know. I think it's because Lamar Jackson, he's not really good with uh, PR stuff. He can't really... Um, oh, yeah. He can't really... When you see his press conferences, bro, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad. Like They, they need to talk to him, um, show him some classes or something because it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's cringe weather. All right, moving on here. So we, we once again we we're gonna talk about Scarlet Nexus. Uh, you went over there already. Is a is a fucking is a smart delivery game as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about this. It's an anime infused action game. Yeah, it looks good. At first, I was like, okay, Cold Vein. Like I said, Cold Vein or God Eater. What is this? And then it's his own thing. And I was like, great. I'm in. I'm sold. You you give me anime and like scantily clad anime girls and swords and monsters and i'm in and a confusing story that makes no fucking sense but it's all cel-shaded so whatever i'm in <laughs> like i'm in right on. 
So for you anime nerds, that's a game you want to look forward to. Hell yeah. Uh, then Scorn is not a smart delivery. I'm assuming this is coming just straight to Xbox Series X. Uh, but we already, we already ran over Scorn. Uh, then we got a second ex- extension, which you thought it was Turok, and it is also a smart delivery game. You don't have anything to say about this, sir? I want it. It's shooting you dinosaurs. We haven't had a game where we shot dinosaurs in forever, dude. So I want it. It's not something I care about to do. No, but I know not. you are. <laughs> I I know you love Jurassic Park, so. All right, then we got the Cyberpunk Diablo game here. The, uh, the Ascent? The Ascent. The, yeah. What do, you, what do you think about this, sir? So I don't know because they didn't talk about it or anything. I don't know if it's a twin-stick shooter or it plays like Diablo. It says here it's a... Uh, it's playable alone or in co-op. This action RPG takes in a futuristic dystopia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's down, top-down action RPG, so I guess it's not a twin-stick shooter. When I saw it, it gave me serious um, Housemark vibes. Housemark is, was a developer. They usually made a bunch of Sony exclusives, but they weren't making enough money, so they went multi-platform. They, they made a lot of twin-stick shooters, and they made games like Stardust, Resogun, and stuff like that. It gave me a lot of vibes for it, but it looks good, you know? We need more yeah. Diablo anyway, because... Who knows when I never got into Diablo play. games, but I'll definitely play one. I wouldn't mind trying a co-op game. I'm all about multiplayer games. That's always been my MO. I'm not all about that single-player shit, you know? Um, and anyways, the Sense will be a smart delivery, so I'm assuming that it's coming out for the Xbox uh, One. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then you got the Medium here. I don't know anything about this, you know, about the Medium. So you the, mentioned the big thing they, they, they said about this game was the composer is the guy who did music for Silent Hill. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that was pretty big. So I was like, all right, that's cool, you know. And then I looked at the studio and I was like, okay, so these are the guys who did the, the Blair Witch game that came out last year, which was very well received. I, I didn't receive it well, but okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that this is going to be a pretty good horror game. For, and that if you're into that genre, you like playing horror games that are actually scary, not like fake Resident Evil scary, where it's scary for five minutes and then you have like a machine gun and you're good. Right. You know, but... Yeah, definitely be on the lookout. It looks good. To me, it looks good. I, I'm, I'll definitely be checking it out. But it's also one of those games where if you're a ga- if you're a YouTube gamer, you're going to get a lot of views just for playing this shit. You know? I think this next game that we're going to talk about is a game that I might actually feel like playing. Vampire? Uh, it's, yeah, Vampire the Masquerade uh, Bloodlines 2. Yeah. Uh, just point delivery enabled as well. Uh, it's a sequel to the cult classic RPG takes you to the underworld or Seattle, whatever it's called. So this game been out before. So the first Vampire Masquerade, I think it came to consoles, but it was like a glitchy mess. If I'm not mistaken, it was more. It was more like a PC game. Yeah, yeah. That it was fine on PC, but when it came to consoles, I don't think it ported well. And it was, it it wasn't like a smash hit sales wise, but people who played it like fucking swore this was the greatest RPG ever. Unfortunately, wow. unfortunately, at that time, I didn't have a PC capable of, you know, playing games. Running some shit like that. Yeah. yeah, so I never got around to it. But, you know, one of the people that I love following on YouTube and Twitter, well, when I had Twitter, but Jim Sterling, like, he lost his shit when he found out this was happening. So, I'm definitely, like you, I'm definitely interested in checking it out. I think I'll, you said it was smart delivery also? Yeah, so uh, I'm assuming it might be coming to PS4 as well. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, like, a game like that, I would want to play it on the next gen anyway. So okay, yeah. I'll, I'll see. I'll well, see. I, I uh, feel like they should have emphasized what games are coming out at launch. The only ones that I know about is Scorn and uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And then the last game on the list here is Yakuza, uh, Like a Dragon, which Evilist I'm a so fan happy. of the series. Number one, I'm a fan of the series. I just... I just need to literally take my fucking time and play that game. But I'm not going to play it right now. I think I, think I want to play that during the summer. Uh, run through the series. Uh, if they put it on Game Pass, that will be even better. But I think they put one title on the Game Pass. Only one? Uh, I believe so. You, I could be mistaken here. I, I, I could have sworn they were like, yo, we're putting like one through three on it right now. Like, or the remasters, That's fire. Or, or the remasters of one and two. I don't remember. But I know they were like, yo, we're putting Yakuza. And I was like, that's a good fucking call, bro. No, no, I'm a fan of the series, obviously, because it's, it's the setting is in Tokyo or whatever. Uh, I remember about the last one that came on the PS4, because because it had the guys from New Japan Pro Wrestling, it had fucking uh, Tetsuya Naito, is that his name? Naito, yeah. yeah, Naito's in it. Naito, and then they had my man, 
I don't know the hell Carter, but anyways, I had those guys and I wanted to play like anything like that. Easily will grab my attention. I do want to play this series, so this is this might be uh, a time for me to do it. So that when they do release this game, hopefully it is a, a launch title. It seems like it is. I think if a, if a game has a smart delivery enabled, it will be launched uh, title. Yeah, and that's a really that's already a good list uh, of some games that you might have at your disposal when it comes out. This is gonna be a really hard launch period unlike our wallets because usually when consoles launch it's only one or two games and you're good for months with those two games and that's it but this year with smart delivery and a bunch of games that are going to be cross-gen like you know assassin's creed is going to come out for ps4 and ps5 obviously it's going to be hard dude to like like i I don't know how much fucking money i'm going to waste come launch day because i'm going to buy so much shit and an extra controller (laughs) they also announced Today, and this is irrelevant now to the new Xbox, to the Xbox inside uh, Xbox we got. Uh, we got Destiny 2 that will be coming out for Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. I don't care about that. Yeah, um, I'm, I don't like the way Destiny treats his players who don't right. spend extra money on it. So I've never really been able to get into it. Okay, yeah. well, fair enough. And then uh, what other announcements we got here? I think that's about it. Um as far as announcements for that. So, yeah, there you go. That was the um, Insight Xbox 13 games. And you said next month they're going to talk about their uh, game studio shit that they got going Yeah, on. I believe next month we'll see first-party games for the first time. And then July we'll get... I hope we get like a good half hour, bro, of just straight gameplay of Halo. Because I honestly... Like, having followed the industry the way I so meticulously do... I really feel like something went horribly wrong with this Halo. Not okay. not, okay. not that the game is going to suck because I feel like it's impossible for Halo to suck. Like, I'm always going to shit on Halo because... No, it is possible. I, Halo I, like, 5 was not a great experience. I haven't played Halo 5. But, like, I, I always shit on Halo because, you know, it's the number one franchise for Xbox. So, I'm always going to talk shit. But even though I know, like, Halo's fucking godly, you know, it's Halo. And... I just feel like something went really wrong during the development of this game because too many top guys left the studio during the development of it. And just yeah. all these interviews and the things I've heard about it, like how it's not really going to be the Halo you wanted. Like, not, not not necessarily the Halo you wanted, but like the Halo you think it is. It's good. All these rumors that it's more of a Destiny-style game, like a never-ending online shooter and all this. Like, I really want to see what this game is. I'm so interested in it. And I really hope that Jason Schreier fucking does his thing where he fucking figured, where he, you know, he gets that inside scoop that nobody else can get and just really put out a really good article about the development of this game. I really want to see it because I've never seen a Halo game that's been hidden for so long. You know what I mean? Like Halo, Halo by now we would have seen so much shit. We, we, we probably would have gotten like at least one beta or something. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, confused. I don't remember uh, the development of Halo 5. I remember when I was heavily into Halo, we're talking like Halo 3 uh, time. Yeah. Uh, when they released ODST and then I think Halo Reach. Oh my God, that man, time so I was good, really dude. into Halo. Yeah, I was really into Halo at that period. And so the development was all like, yo, this is what's going to come out. Like, I was heavy into it. I don't really care. At the Halo 4, I feel like I fall off. I didn't care about Halo anymore. It wasn't the same. Yeah. I think it's because they changed game studios. Uh, and then Halo 5, I remember playing it with the guys and the story was just complete bonkers. It was like, shit, what is this? Like, Cortana's evil now? Like, no, that's not what they want. Get out of here. <laughs> and I, I think, like, they reconned that shit and now they're, like, going back to sort of uh, the basics with Master uh, Chief, right? Yeah. So, uh, from the only thing that we saw was that trailer of him, like, being, uh, he was, like, in, I don't know, in a stasis status, I guess, or whatever, and somebody yeah. just, like, uh, put him back online or whatever, uh, and that was hype because you see him looking out. I think it's to a, for to a Halo. So I don't know. I haven't read anything. I know hey, for the for the for the sake of Microsoft, they need this game to fucking be great because they fucking uh, dropped the ball with um fucking what's that shit? Uh, Gears Five. That shit was ridiculous. Uh, that, but that's another thing, like. Like Halo's big, but it's not as relevant as it used to be because we have because five, the reception for five wasn't like the reception for the previous games, and since then, like you know, Halo hasn't really been on people's minds the way it usually is, you know. And 
so many games have come and taken over, like taken players from that base. Like I'm pretty sure there's still a sizable f- group of people playing it, you know, like still a bunch of people, but like it's just not as big as it used to be. And that kind of sucks because Halo should always be up there. You know what I mean? But you know, I that I guess that's just what happens with time and shit. But I, I really uh, yeah. I really hope that when this game comes up come when they show when this game shows all my fears are like proven wrong and it kicks all fucking kinds of ass. Like seriously. Yeah, for sure. For the sake of uh Microsoft for sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, let's uh we're done with games here. Um let's talk about one T V show that finished this past Monday, May the fourth be with you uh dates. Uh we got Clone Wars here. Uh and right off the bat I'm just gonna say that um that was phenomenal what is it, two hours worth of fucking TV series that they fucking did with a Dave Filoni is that his name? Dave uh, Filoni, yeah. Holy shit, he's like great. it. It made the prequel so much better, and we're not wagoners by any sense of the word because we always said we loved Episode Three. Oh hell maybe yeah! Not, maybe not so much Episode Two, even though I still like it. It's a little bit cringeworthy with the performance of Hayden Christensen, <laughs> but to me. And I even I think I told you that I think the prequel is better than the sequel series. I think I think it doesn't it didn't give me that like oh my god I'm so sad that about let's say the death of Padme that shit hurt me. And yeah, I was like of course. a little fourteen year old boy that wanted to pipe Padme and be <laughs> the father of Luke and uh, uh, Leia. But anyway, uh, so man, they did it justice, and I, and I, even though I wanted more, like oh let me see what Darth Vader did. Uh, you know, during that when they were, you know, during Auto sixty six. Yeah, of I'm course. just glad they focused on Ahsoka because they they, they need to. I think she's gonna be up. Uh, she's gonna be in a prominent role from here on out, and they needed to make like focal point on her. Like, all right, this is what happens to her during the Clone Wars. This is how she survived. Survived, and then you'll see her later on this year in the Mandalorian season two. So I get it. What they did it with, with Rex too. I thought that was pretty fucking badass. That scene where Rex is like. Trying to fight the fucking the the chip in the Z. Yeah. Like, oh, listen, go go find fives. Like that shit, all that paid off right there. And she went to find them, and you you see that five is like, yo, I think some shit's gonna go down. But um, uh, I just I'm still upset that the Jedi's are so dumb they didn't realize it. And, it was, <laughs> and I, I think the, the the reason that they gave was like they were too involved in politics. Yeah. But if you good if you are a good force user and you're good at what you do, like my man, what's his name? Uh. Damn it, the El Moreno, the Mace Windu. Uh, Mace Windu, if you, because he was powerful, one of the powerful fucking Jedi's alive at that time, probably would have taken Anakin, maybe, not too sure. And he didn't suspect, he suspected it, but way too late. I mean, come on, they lost my respect. The Jedi's there, and I hate how OP Darth Sidious is, and uh, and um, and it makes me sick. He shouldn't be OP like that, man. Like, what He's do you, what do you think OP, about that? Yeah, like that ruins it for me. That this this motherfucker. Plays a role from episode one all the way to episode nine. He shouldn't be like he should have died. Episode nine. I mean episode, episode six. Yeah. Just go off. I'm like, gonna excuse his opiness uh-huh. in episode nine. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not gonna excuse his opiness in episode nine. I'm gonna excuse it in everything outside of the outside of episode nine in the original trilogy. He wasn't really op because he got taken care of pretty quickly. He he he. You know he he was. Vader's boss and whatever, but you didn't really see him overpower anyone really in the original trilogy. Unfortunately, because of things like plot armor, they had to protect the fuck out of him in like the prequels and the Clone Wars TV show, and then the bullshit with Episode Nine. Fuck that, <laughs> you know. So I excuse his opiness a little bit. Like I get what you're saying. Like fuck, man, this guy is so powerful. But unfortunately, because of plot armor, he had to be like that, you know, because. If he was as weak as Vader made him seem at the end of Episode Six, he would have never made it through the Clone Wars. Well, I was reading that uh, that this guy Vader for years was looking for an apprentice to help him overtake the Emperor because he couldn't do it after getting his ass whipped by Obi Wan. He lost like the majority of his power. Like he wasn't a hundred percent after that fight. Yeah. Uh, especially that he became a cyborg. He can never use Force Lightning or whatever. So. That's why he was looking for an apprentice to overtake the emperor. Like, and I feel like when you see that scene, that fucking that eerie scene of him appearing where uh that where the the clones died, right? Yeah. Uh, and he picks up that lightsaber. 
you can tell that nigga sad, bro. Like he, they yeah, put he a knew sad that song. was Ahsoka. Like he knew he felt it. Right. Yeah. And uh, I want a little bit more than that, but I'm okay how they ended it, man. They did it justice. Uh, Darth Maul, he pissed me. Like you, you, he went. He's such a good bad uh, villain because you go from like. Uh, from him being a badass, like actually knowing what the fuck is about to go down, how is it that Darth Maul knows exactly what the fuck is about to go down? Maybe because he was privy to certain uh, information, but he knows what the fuck is about to go down. He wants Ahsoka to help him, and then he does some dastardly shit and takes the ship and, and leaves her there. So he yeah. goes from making you like him, like all right, my nigga, you you my boy, you smart, and then he does some dumb shit, like right, you know, fuck him. I hope he dies, you know. I mean, that was my reaction. No, yeah, it's like uh, in wrestling, you know, like we cheer heels, but then they do shit. It's like, come on, bro, I'm trying to cheer you. And you're being a fucking yeah. heel. <laughs> you know? I, like, but, I wanted to see what happened after the Siege of Mandalore. I wanted to see that. I'm pretty uh, sure we're going to get something that shows, like, because uh, in terms of TV shows, we don't have that. You know, Rebels takes place right before episode four, but not during that long period between episode three in episode four we don't really have that it was 20 years right i think yeah i think it was like 20 years later or something because i think i think luke is alive yeah i think luke is alive because when maul finds obi-wan he's telling him like i know what you're doing i know you're protecting so and so i'm gonna kill you the blah, chosen blah, blah. One. yeah 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 so it, like luke is al- yeah so i i just i would like to see something i mean i'm i'm sure we're gonna get like maybe an ahsoka show or something or at least a good novel showing like what's going on or a comic with her i mean that's that that's a great interesting 20 years that they can explore and expand on i mean i think that's what they were gonna do with obi-wan tv show but that one is like having a lot of development uh, development problems right now they lost a writer or some shit like that, the director. I don't remember. A showrunner or something like that, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. But this was that good, That 20 man. year period is going to be key. Like, I want to I, I want to see. There's a lot of comics out there or that explain what happens. I don't know if it's le- uh, legend now or part of the canon. If it's not canon, it'll be advertised as not canon. They they make sure that you know it's not canon. So you don't. For, you know. so, so my thing is, like, you can tell there was a lot of bullshit episodes in that last season where they were just trying to, ex- like, hold off as much as they can. For example, that bad batch bullshit. There could have been a payoff. There wasn't a payoff. What was the point? What was the point of them showing them? What was the point of that? I really didn't see what was the point of that shit. And then the sisters, the forgot their names. Um, I think sort the last episode of that of the little arc with yeah. Ahsoka meeting the sisters. We do see the syndicate, the crime syndicate. We do see Darth Maul with the other people. Uh, so that that made sense. And then um. Damn, and you know that Ahsoka could have played a major role in stopping fucking cities. She could have, dude, because Mace Windu, who's a fucking prick, I just hate it. I hate his like, I'm above you. You're a fucking citizen. Go fuck yourself. Attitude, like fuck you. They should have just killed him and go on with the other uh, Jedi's. But anyways, he acts. Um, I think he notices that she wants to say something, and because he's such a prick and a dickhead. She didn't tell him anything. Like, yo, this Darth Maul is telling me that Anakin is a part, is the main. Uh, we need to stop Anakin, or we need to get to Anakin because he's about to play a major role in what's a, what's about to happen. I that's mean, Yoda, the problem. Yoda, mm-hmm. That's the problem with prequels, though. You you see, like, like prequels do this a lot, where they show you that the thing that was gonna happen that you know happens could have been avoided. But then some bullshit yeah. happens. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Because it's like, damn, like, you're so close to changing, you know, what we know is going to happen. But it, it, it's it's a good, it, that that's the sign of a good show that you get your hopes up and you forget yeah, for that. Sure. And, you, and, you, and you forget that, no, this has to fail because we already know what happens, you know? It's I feel like, like they put like a how, lot of their money yeah, in, yeah. into the last four episodes because. Dude, um, that should have been a special movie. Yes. Instead of like Yo, a that whole scene, season, that should have been a fucking movie for Disney Plus or something. That scene of Ahsoka uh, trying to get in the of the the jet or whatever you want to call it yeah. that um, Rex was in was fucking awesome. Like it was, I didn't I didn't expect a show like that to have that much like um, I don't know just high quality uh, uh, graphics or whatever you want to uh, yeah. visual excuse me yeah. and it was just so badass of the, you see the fucking the, the Star Destroyer whatever you want to call that you haven't falling. finished Rebels right? 
Nah, I, I literally just went to the episode where Ahsoka fights, fights Vader, Vader, and, I, okay, yeah, and yeah. I was I was satisfied with that. I'm not gonna watch it because it never con- I never connected with any of the characters. To be no, honest, no, with no. You. I mean, honestly, if you love Ahsoka, you don't have to watch Rebels. Just go watch her fight Vader, and yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, get yeah, all like, the feels I, I, there. I, I didn't connect to any of the characters. Like, what is it, Cannon or Kanan with the other little yeah. dude? I just never liked any of them. So it's hard to connect to a show when you don't like any of the characters. You know. Of course. Uh, on like the Man- Mandalorian, the minute you see the Mandalorian and he talks, you're like, "Oh shit, what the fuck is this?" And you get connected to the show. So, um, anyways, what did you think, man? I loved it. I thought, I still think season three and five are the best seasons. I do like this as a finale way more than season six because season six felt like, "Hey, we have these episodes, so here, here you go, have have them." You know, like, it just yeah, felt yeah. like it didn't really fucking matter. So this was a great finale, even though it had, like, a semi-shitty beginning. But this this was great. I love Ahsoka. I'm a little upset that she's gotten so popular that they that they refuse to kill her. Because I've always felt like Ahsoka's going to get this crazy sad death. And I'm going to be fucking, like, like, really sad about it. You know, like, I'm going to be fucking depressed. And, like, they, they keep keeping her alive to keep inserting her and shit because... She prints money now, man. And I remember when Clone Wars first came out, I was like, yo, Ahsoka's so fucking awesome. People would be like, what the fuck you mean, Ahsoka? And I'm like, dude, she's fucking awesome, bro. Like, she's perfect. And I love that she's no longer Anakin's apprentice. She's her own person now. Like, she was always growing. And you knew they had to remove her from the equation eventually. And I like, I'm sorry, I like how Rex was trying to, like, uh, tell Jesse or whatever all those, like, other guys were. He was like, yo. She's not a Jedi anymore, so we don't have to kill her. They were like, yeah. what? Yo, kill her, bro. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's a Jedi. But I, I love that they emphasize she's not a Jedi. And I I'm, I fucks with that because I think Jedis are a bunch of pussies. Let's go yeah. Sith. All right? I, 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 I also man. love, you know, the last time she saw Anakin, you know, before he turned into Vader, like... Th- that scene where he where he just understands that he he can't even ask her to come back to the Jedi Order because he's also just as frustrated with them as she is and he like he's like I'm not gonna ask you to come back and he just lets her leave even though he doesn't want her to and it's just like it's so tragic what happens to these characters bro and like that's one thing yeah. I love about this show that it makes watching episode three so heartbreaking because you finally get to see how good Anakin was and how caring and like the hero that they describe Vader like they describe Vader as once being this great hero and it's like now you get to fucking see it you know so now this was great this was fucking great this was Dave Filoni's best work so far in his fucking career I'm excited to see what's what's uh, what's coming next Uh, I know we're gonna get the Mandalorian season 2 but I think they need to if they focus on this time period between episode 3 and 4 I'm with it, man. They need to pull out that Obi-Wan shit because he's another great character that they have and they refuse to give to us, man. He's so good. And that thing is credit to even even McGregor, right? He just he's just so fucking good. He did yeah. a great, fantastic job with Obi-Wan. So they need to uh I think that's like their next cash cow. Put out that Obi-Wan shit, maybe have him meet up with Ahsoka and man, that would be great if they do that. And if he meets up with Ahsoka and gives her more training. Yeah. Uh That'd be awesome for sure. I do uh, wish though, like they give people we move forward with Star Wars and we stop relying on, like yeah, I'm down. Like I like I I am down to see what happens immediately after Anakin becomes Vader. Like give us something about that time period. You know when they're hunting down the remaining Jedi. What is Ahsoka doing? But I am ready to just fucking leave this story though. Also, okay, no, be- that's fair. Because yeah. because you have so much talent. Like, you're seeing all these talented writers and, you know, animators and just designers and everything. And they're making these great stories. What if you just give them a blank slate that doesn't hold them? Because it's like you just said, like, where you were hoping that Ahsoka and Mace Windu, you know, connected and they were able to stop Sidious. If this was a different story that didn't already have a conclusion drawn out for them... You yeah. could have, you would have gotten that. You would have gotten that satisfaction of yeah. good triumphing over evil. But because of this time period, the bad guys are destined to win no matter what. Because this is when the bad guys win. Before the good guys win later, 25 years later or whatever, you know? So I do want to yeah. see Star Wars abandon the story and just even past the sequels. Like, I want to see what happens in this galaxy. Because it's not well, just... Well, the, the, the next three... Uh, 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 
start I mean episodes that we're gonna get um, eventually like film episodes will be set a thousand years before so we're going away getting away from the Skywalker saga thank God yeah for sure it's already told like we're good can they go back to Skywalker saga yeah of course like they can I don't know how they're gonna do it because you know maybe you can with Ben Solo maybe he had a baby around there oh God <laughs> you never know. some no, dumb shit like that I, I would but, rather um, I would rather just let it be man let it be you fucked it up twice let already. it die <laughs> like you fucked it up twice already. <laughs> uh, so um yeah right. I think we're good for this episode uh quarantine special part two thank you Quavers for coming on and uh we'll try to release an episode next week I don't know I ain't making any promises I do have to go back to work and shit like that maybe a sock steps up he can put on an episode who knows alright man thanks for coming on and I guess I should say go fuck yourself <laughs>